You are now tuned in to DAR Sports Media, the sports super pod for people who go outside. That's why we're coming to you a little bit early this week, because a lot of us are going outside this week, uh, going on trips, got family engagements, got things going on. So a little bit early, but me and True will be back for weekend wrestling. We'll figure out something fun to do for for a Christmas, a Christmassy episode this weekend. Um and then we'll have year uh, year end awards coming up soon after that. But right now, we are in here. Tay, we didn't get your take last week, uh, and we need Tay's takes because it's Tay's take LLC. Um, and since last week's, when we covered that, we probably don't even need to cover the the Brock Purdy debate on this show any longer. He had another uh, near three hundred and four touchdown game. Still hovering 70% completion percentage. Um, Tay, do we even got to discuss the Brock Purdy debate on this show anymore? Or is everybody out there who's still fucking in denial just, they're not even worth listening to? Nah, we don't got to discuss it. Really, it's just because he's white. If he was black, this wouldn't even be, uh, honestly, that's the real reason. (laughs) If he was black, it's not an angle. It's not an angle I had thought of. Yeah. Explain what you mean. Um, I don't know. I feel like people uh, nowadays want to see the black quarterback, which because it's new, it, it, it's new, and they just they look. He he got that look to him, like. Oh, like his teammates are carrying him and whatnot. He's a, a MVP favorite for a reason. Jimmy G wasn't the MVP. Jimmy G was never he never even touched uh, like the MVP race or anything like that. So, so I think he's different. You know, like I you can't all the statistics back him up. Like all the and all the um like the game manager stats, like how they they don't play good under pressure. They don't play good against good teams. He does that. He um. He performs all the game manager stuff. He he's past that. So let me. So I'm thinking about it while you're talking about that stuff, what you said. So I think now, obviously, there's a obviously there's an element of people out there who do not like to or want to see black quarterbacks succeed. That's true. But you're talking about the talking heads, the the guys we got on the sports center, the guys we got on NFL live, the guys oh, we got yeah. on the state, they, that group of people, people that we love that I listen to do want to see black quarterbacks succeed. Right. Therefore, if this was, then they would be. And, oh yeah. Oh, or yeah. excited to support what's going on and what we're seeing in front of ours. He means top five quarterback for sure. No question about it. That's what it is. He just has that. that I, I, I understand it. He just has that look. Like, I get it. But that's really why, honestly. Because, like, he, people, it's just nitpicking now. Like, he, people are just picking stuff to say, cherry picking. You really can't say anything, honestly. Like, you can't. It, it just doesn't you know, make any sense. People, so you made the, the, the primary point of 
this offense, while it was always good, has never ever looked like this. They're on two thousand Rams uh, clip, and while it was always good, it was never like this. It was never 30, 40 points a week, scoring touchdowns every single drive, just on stop. He's getting he's getting better. I don't know, like anybody who watched these last two games, he's actually getting better. He's he's loosening up a little bit more, making some wild, not some wild throws, but some some throws that are like, oh my god, that are top, you know, top ten highlights type throws. Um, offense is starting to lean a little more on him. You know, people say McCaffrey, 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 and I don't want this to come across like I'm talking bad about Christian McCaffrey because it's one of my favorite players right up there with Debo and Trent. Um. And, you know, he makes some great plays, but it, the offense isn't really – he's not getting 25 touches a game. He's really not. This offense, for two weeks now, has kind of flowed through Purdy. Um, and that's been another quiet thing. I just want to ask, going forward, again, I just feel like I don't know how much people actually get to watch the 49ers because I, I heard – a pundit, a talking head with a really big platform, who I'm a fan of today, this week, say uh, the 49ers have an all-star team. They have all these good players, all these places. They have a top three offensive line. They absolutely do not have a top three offensive line. Their offensive line is middle of the pack at best. That is just objectively wrong. And he also said, oh, they always, they always play with a lead. They've been behind in the last three games straight. What else do you want from them? <laughs> like, like, should they get? Should they let teens get ahead by more, so it can be considered a real deficit? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what people are like. Oh well, now it has to be a double digit deficit, and then it counts. And now he has to like. I don't. It's going to be interesting when he wins MVP, and they go through the Super Bowl, and people are still acting like they got something to say about the guy trying to discredit him. I'm just begging all of you, at least you big talking heads out there. If you don't watch the games, don't fucking talk about them. The Niners. I mean, like, like talk about what they're doing, talk about matchups, but don't go into individualized statistics like that and individualized position groups. When it's very obvious you're not watching the games. A game we're all going to watch. Huge matchup. A Christmas gift to us all. Ravens and 49ers. A lot of people feel that this is a Super Bowl preview. I personally am not one who is going to uh, count those chickens before they hatch. Especially as a 49ers fan. All of my 49ers fans who are listening to this, they know. They remember this has been since damn near 2011. We've gotten there a couple of times and have come up short. We've gotten to the NFC Championship game and come up short. Come up short, come up short, come up short. Something fucking crazy always fucking happens. Last year, our quarterback randomly gets his fucking elbow exploded in the fucking NFC Championship game when it looked like we would have had a real good chance at beating Kansas City. God fucking damn it. I'm not counting any chickens before they hatch. On the AFC side, too, because who knows? The Bills look like they're heating up. It took a little. It took a little while, but your James Cook prediction starting to look pretty nice. Ravens, 49ers. How do we see it, Tay? 
That's okay. No, you guys, you guys pick what you think. That's all right. Axel refuses to acknowledge this is even a possibility. What's your take on the game, Axe? What do you see as key matchups? How do you think this is going to go? It'll definitely be competitive. Um, depends how much pressure we get on Purdy. Um, definitely concerned about McCaffrey. We usually have a good run defense, but McCaffrey's been pretty good this year. It'll be hard to take away everything, but if we're healthy, we got personnel. That uh, matches up fairly well to what they got going on. So, um, I mean, Debo might get off a bit, depending on which Marlon Humphrey we get. You know, Kyle Hamilton to play a factor. Geno Stone play a factor. I don't know if Marcus Williams is playing, but you know, we we got quality defense, so. I'm expecting a close game. We haven't been blown out all year. All our losses is because we've blown leads ourselves. But I'm expecting a close game. Probably will be high scoring. But I don't see I don't see it being in the 30s, I don't think. I think we can hold them under 30. Um it'll be interesting though. So they haven't seen a quarterback like Lamar either. Y'all haven't seen a team like the 49ers though. That's true. Lamar is 20 and 1 against the NFC, though. I don't believe in that. That's <laughs> Tay not. Is, Tay, is, Tay is adamant. He could have been so... playing the, the commanders every game. No. I don't believe in that. The 49ers, they don't count. They're not the NFC. Uh, the, the primary matchup I see here is, is Ravens have an excellent running game. The 49ers surrendered six, damn near seven yards of carry to the Cardinals last week. Cardinals not really known as this prolific running running team. Now, I think a part of that, and if you watch the game, it showed. Um, I hate to say this and, you know, doubt people's integrity or whatever, but it really looked like the Niners defense just kind of just wanted to get through the game. I don't know how else to explain it. Tackling was very poor. Um, the run to the ball was very poor. And they kind of knew right off the bat that this Cardinals defense was going to do just absolutely nothing against their offense. Um, and they played kind of soft. On the other hand, we all know what they're capable of. 
And I also know that the coaches are going to be on their ass all week about how much running they gave up to the Cardinals. So that's going to be a particular point of emphasis and motivation uh, coming into this Ravens Niners game where the Ravens running game is going to be a huge deal. Axel, are you, are you officially predicting the Ravens are going to get this W? Yes, I am. I mean, we just lost our best running back with Keaton Mitchell. He's out yeah, what season. is going on with the curse of the of the Ravens running backs? God damn. It's just always an injury every season. Like somebody's always out for the year. Like, unfortunately, it just we're just kind of used to it at this point. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm confident in predicting the win. I feel like we're gonna come out high level. We know how to play on the road. Um, we'll had a ball for a long period of time, I believe. I know San Francisco's defense is tough, but I don't think like we'll be getting three and outs and things of that nature. I believe we'll be able to move the ball like fairly decent to keep San Fran's offense off the field. Just my opinion. One man's opinion. True. Ravens and 49ers. It's your hometown well, against your it's your hometown against your home colors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> well, um yeah, you know, um it's a tough it's a tough one, man. That's all I can say, bro. This is a tough one because I think both both of these teams are so damn good right now. It's the two best teams to me in the NFL right now. And this is man, this is this is a tough one, bro. I, I I if I had to take a you know, take a stab at it, I mean, this is this is I will say this. This is the game you want on Christmas night. This is the game you want on fucking Christmas night, bro. Like like you look at every fucking game. Um I'm going to lean slightly towards the 49ers just because they're at home. Um, but I, it's tough, you know. I think, uh, you know, Mitchell just got hurt. Mitchell's out for the season. And I think that's a slight blow to the Ravens' offense right now. Um, you know, he, he's obviously, you know, been been solid. You know, not not anything super, super amazing. He's been very, he's been very solid for the team and the offense. So I think – in all honesty, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Is that that's anytime you're missing some people, key people, and you know we saw some small injuries to you know some of the some of the Ravens players, like not big ones like obviously the Mitchell, but just little small nicks and you know little nicks and stuff. So I, I think all signs are pointing to the 49ers coming out with the win. I mean the 49ers offense is just firing on all cylinders there. They're just cooking right now, and you know, um, yeah, I, I, I would, I would go 49ers. I, I think we're looking at probably like a twenty-four to like fourteen type of game, maybe twenty-four to seventeen, something like that. You know, that, that's what it feels like. If we were to get something like a like a forty-one to thirty-eight game, that would be amazing for all the sports betters out there. I'm sure, you know, player props and all that shit, but um. I I don't I don't know man it's, it's a tough one to call you know we talk about you know both teams are uh you know well, I think they're both eleven and three um and they are just 
firing on all cylinders, like I said. Uh, shout out to the Ravens for beating the Jacksonville Jaguars last night. You know, little personal, little personal stake in that one. But uh, no, I, 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 I want to go. Like my heart wants to go for the Ravens just because I want to see Lamar get get MVP. That's that's what I want. I want Lamar to get another MVP. Um, just but I think this is I think it's gonna be Brock Purdy's year. Uh, it's just it, it's just just trending that way. I mean, we did say it. You know, we we'll talk about it like early on in the season. Uh, I tried to give him some flack and and, and and some shit, and he just went out there and excelled uh, completely. After that little three game skid they had, they just been been cooking, and you know, uh, you know the Cardinals game. Um, you know, I don't think that was the best performance from the defense. Obviously, uh, I think Eric kind of alluded to that a little bit, but when your offense is that damn good, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, you can, you know, Brock Purdy throwing for four TDs. You got, you know, McCaffrey out there, you know, three TDs and like almost 200 total yards. Um, Yeah. I, like I said, it, it's going to, it's going to take a lot to put them, put them boys down. So we'll see. I think it's going to, uh, my score is a uh, 35, 27 Niners. I think that, uh, I think that the Ravens are going to move the ball on them. The Niners give up some cheap yards, some cheap touchdowns. Um, so our other one's favorite coach, Brandon Staley, finally fucking ate it last fucking week. Um, long deserved. They should have, y'all deserve that after the fucking collapse in Jacksonville and you hung on and hung on and hung on. You got exactly what you fucking deserve. Um, you know, everything got to, got to all this stuff to say about my guy Brock Purdy. Well, you know, Justin Herbert's supposedly so fucking great. And he got all these weapons, weapons just like Brock Purdy. And he's not doing it like that. And their coach just got fired. Tay, long overdue for Brandon Staley. Yeah, he should have got fired when he didn't make the playoffs when he lost to the uh, Raiders. I think that was two years ago. That's, that's when it should have happened then. But, uh, yeah, I think. I know y'all see it coming, but this is Bill Belichick's job next year, man. Like, I, 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 I see it coming. They're gonna, they're gonna get it. If Kellen Moore gets a head coaching job, which I don't think he will, he'll, he'll run the offense like he did this year, and he'll bring Bill Belichick in. That defensive personnel, that defense should be good for all the money. Yeah, no, they got, they got horses for sure. Yeah, all the, all the traffic. That defense better be good. But Bill Ch- Bill Belichick is gonna come in. He's gonna actually have that defense top ten automatically year one. And yeah, the Chargers had a good offense this season, but they were playing a lot of games like they were just getting outscored because the defense wasn't good and whatnot. So I do think they bring in um, a defensive head coach. I don't really agree with that, but for this situation, I do. They bring in a defensive head coach like Bill Belichick. Gonna come in with this, with this, all the defensive personnel, um, and figure things out. They do have some money issues, though. They got about they got about four or five people that are getting they're, that are making too um too much money. So you might have to make a little bit of changes. Probably gonna come with the defense. Like I think Khalil Mack, he might get cut or something like that just to save some money. He's older and whatnot. And Bill Belichick, he's having he, a good damn season though. He is, he is, but like. 
Do you cut Keenan Allen? Do you cut Mike Williams? I don't think they're going to do that. I think it's going to be Khalil Mack because he's the oldest. And I think Bill, Bill Belichick is proven he can he'll have a def, he'll have a, a top 10 defense with anyone. So I think I think they'll be okay if they do move off of him to save some money. He just dropped another pass rusher. Um, yeah, I think this is uh, Bill Belichick's job right here. At the end of the season, I think he'll part, he'll part ways from New England. Uh, become a charger. They're gonna go to the playoffs. They're gonna be and be a scary team. What is the deal with your? Uh, speaking of people who should have been fired, <laughs> what has happened to our to our beautiful commanders? Take oh. why in the world are you benching a developmental quarterback in his first full year of starting? Why? Why? He needs every fucking snap, every fucking rep he can get. He does. Why? He does. I mean, I, I guess he wanted to see something different. Because the offense was it was very stale. It it was it was definitely bad. It was really bad. I guess he wanted to see, you know, if something changes with the offense be better. I think he's still trying to win games. For what? For that's what? what? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think he's still trying to win games. I don't know why. I want to get as high on the draft board as possible. I want I want the second, third pick. Like that's that's what I'm shooting for. But um, yeah, I guess he went to see how the offense will work out with another quarterback. I get it, then again, I don't. It's too late in the year for that. Like if you're gonna do that, do that yeah. week seven. Like it's just too late. It was pointless. Like, he did this last year. I remember we went on a big win streak with Taylor Heineke last year. He had a bad game. He put Carson Wentz in. Carson Wentz had a good drive. He started him in that game, and we lost up the rest of the season. We lost every game for the rest of the season. Like, they just does stuff like this. But this team is terrible. Offense and defense, I have no ties to none of these players. I don't feel bad for no players. Usually, when he has a bad team, you can find one player like, man, they need to free him. I don't feel that way about no one. Like, I will happily trade anyone, like every single person on the team. I have, I really have no ties. Like I like players, don't get me wrong, but I have no like ties to them. Like I won't miss them if they're gone. I'm, I'm oh. telling you that right now. 49ers yeah. will take a Terry McLaurin and a Brian Robinson right off your hands. Have fun. I'm the right I'll place. Yeah. Just give me a first for Terry. I think I think that's what he's worth. I think we can get a late first. Like say the Chiefs, they want they need a receiver. I'll take that for goodbye. I'm not. I'm not sad about that. It's a good up? trade. They should do that. What are they? I mean, are they really going to do better with that pick? They should. Than, than solving gonna, that problem. Yeah. They're going to draft some D tackle like they did last year. Not going to play. You sit on the bench and not like. I have. I have no ties to anyone on the team. To be honest, I'm, I'm looking to improve the roster, and it, it can happen. We got some draft picks. We got. Uh, we got a first. We got two seconds. Two thirds. We got ninety million in cash base. So, like, I, I think it can be fixed um, this offseason, Honestly, Browns going on a big play playoff run with Joe Flacco. Are they not? And the, the, the Browns been hooping, man. Joe Flacco. <laughs> I'm telling you, Joe Flacco. And you, you know, you know what I was thinking about. I want the Browns to match up with the Ravens. I, I need that. 
<laughs> I need that so bad. I want the Browns and Ravens to match up in the playoffs. I, however, it gotta happen. I want that. I really do want that. I want Joe Blacker to put the Ravens up in the playoffs. That be that be my dream. So there was a Raven shaped signal that went to the sky, like the bat signal. Apollo heard that we were talking Ravens 49ers. Heard that there was slander against the team. Not really. Apollo, what do you feel about this 49ers Ravens game? Um, first of all, uh I want to say hello uh to all the guys in here. Uh, it's been a while. Brother, brother, brother. Hi. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, 49ers, Ravens. Um it, it it's funny how the NFL schedule is because they're always they always know what games to match up and where, like what teams to match up and where. And um and this this is like a head on collision. Um I think both both teams have the same record, right? Yep. Yep. So um I mean you, you got both teams that's lauded as the best in their respective um conferences. So um I don't know, man. Uh, I'm gonna put it to you like this. Um, it's a toss up to me because, in some in some instances, what the 49ers' strengths are are kind of some of the Ravens' weaknesses. Like as some far of as, the Ravens' strengths are some of the 49ers' weaknesses, and, and vice versa. Um, yeah. So it's gonna. I mean, like they say, styles make fights. So this is gonna be it's gonna be a test for both teams. Um, I put it like this. I I think the Ravens have a little tougher gauntlet down the stretch. And I think we got Miami uh, after after this, but not not to look too far ahead, you know. Um, I put it like this. This has all the makings of a trap game <laughs> for the Ravens. Um, I mean, and then you also gotta you can't overlook the Christmas factor. Um. You know, the, I think the Ravens will be leaving like on the twenty third, so they'll probably be leaving the day before Christmas Eve. So that's like guys not seeing their families; it might have an effect on them. It could be a negative one, it could be a positive one. Don't know. We'll see. But um, it's definitely going to be you know something to look out for. Um, but yeah, man, I I I think it's going to be an exciting one. Um, I put it like this: I think the game is going to require it's going to it's going to depend on which quarterback can make that last play for for their team. Um and even though Brock Purdy is leading the sports books in MVP uh voting right now, it might be still a little too early um you know to to crown him. Um now I will say this. I don't think I don't think Lamar deserves second uh in MVP right now. I mean, you know he has been balling like I, I still like as far as stats and stuff like that. Like we know that's how this stuff gets voted on. So, I mean, Dak is still probably my favorite. I think like right now, um, to win MVP. Um, I mean, they, of course they had to win out or even they had to look, win out and look good in it in those games. But um, I think like with the 49ers Ravens, man, I don't know. It's gonna be a test for both of them. I don't know if Purdy can you know, can actually have the team on his back for the last play of the drive. I don't know. Now, he I mean, he's that good. 
you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, like second guess the kid, you know, but you know, it comes well, down we to, didn't, we didn't, we didn't have you uh, last week when we, um, I don't know if you listened. Do you, we, you know, kind of put it out there last week and Tay, he's back this week too. And he agreed. Uh, we kind of feel like that Brock Purdy conversation is kind of over. What about you? As far as it's a wrap that he's MVP? No, it's a wrap that he's a top 10 quarterback. Oh, period. Oh, oh, um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not one of those people that, that think, oh, your draft status is how you're going to become as a player. Like, nah, like, like it's based on potential and what the teams may think, but you still have to go out there, prove yourself. And it does. And, and I mean, you got to give the kid the, the props. Like, yeah, he got a lot of good weapons and stuff, but it takes skill to get the, get the ball to your special players. You know what I'm saying? It had the correct timing, had the correct, like it, it you had to be a maestro of whatever system that you're in. And it ain't his fault. That he know how to, um, you know, hit him on a dime, you know. So, um, I mean, he's definitely top ten. Um, I mean, let, let's be honest. Can anybody sustain anything? Like, you can get hurt at any any given play in this league. So it's like, you gotta give a guy his credit when he's being consistent. You know what I mean? And uh, I think he's being consistent. So prediction, score: Who's gonna win? Ravens, 49ers. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say Ravens, uh, 24-27. Oh, so we got, what do we got? We got three Niners and two Ravens. Oh, I tell you, did you actually pick? Four Niners are going to win, right? I'm never going to pick the Ravens. <laughs> Good. No. <laughs> All right. Three, two. We're gonna see. Let's get ready who, to. If I if I might ask, who um who had what vote? Uh, true. Did you pick? You picked the Forty ers right? Yeah, I picked. I picked Forty ers Yeah, yeah. So me, Tay, True, Forty ers Surprise, <laughs> surprise. Apollo and Axe picked the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Okay, we're gonna see. And right now, I'm going to get center court, tip off some NBA. All right, so it's open floor right now. Apollo, you're back with us. Uh, NBA thoughts so far in the season. What's standing out to you? Um. <laughs> well, I can say this: uh, the the in season tournament. I mean, I I think it I think it was a success, but at the same time, I uh, I think some things could be cleaned up with that. Um, and I ain't just talking about the courts. I'm just talking about like the tiebreaker thing. Like I don't know, it's, it's kind of gimmicky to me. But um, that I mean, like I said, that was interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, Minnesota, I like Minnesota. Um, they're uh, they're balling out there. They're 
that now, now granted, you know, I don't know if this is sustainable as far as like how dominant they're looking early on, but uh I mean it's just good to see a little bit of parity, um, especially in the Western Conference. Um uh who who else? Uh the Rockets. Like I said, the Rockets are are an interesting team to me because it's like you can tell they're starting to get it. Um, I mean, of course they're not a perfect team, but uh they they're starting to get it and for all his warts, uh Emi Udoka, I mean he, he I, I see him almost like getting through to those guys, you know, and trying to build a culture and, and stuff there. So um Philly, uh I mean Philly's Philly's still impressive to me. Um, even after like the whole Harden saga, like I know everybody's been talking about it at nauseum, but it's still impressive, you know. Um, like I said, addition by subtraction. Uh, I know, I know uh, MB went off on like a, f- a fifty burger uh, the other night on Charlotte, and um, so I mean, it, I mean, he's looking pretty good. Um, I mean, uh, Indiana, uh, like I said in the earlier podcast, uh, like a couple months ago, I, I liked what they were doing. Um, still, I still kind of like the cut of their jib. <laughs> um, Halliburton is arriving as a you know bona fide star. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it, it's pretty, it's pretty cool right now. Um, uh, like I said, Boston still, Boston and Milwaukee, you know, they're they're still where I thought they'd be. <laughs> um, the Wizards are still the uh, the Wizards, uh, garbage. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, everything's kind of where they should be in some ways. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. Curry, what do you got on your mind this week? Um, I got a couple things on my mind. Uh, one, Steph Curry, I should kick your ass for only having seven <laughs> points last night because that was the difference between zero dollars and twelve hundred dollars off of a two dollar bet. So. I'm gonna whoop your ass, Steph. But guess what? Um, outside of that, man, I think Minnesota to me, I don't, you know, they haven't sniffed a, like a long playoff run. Nobody there really sniffed a long playoff run. I think the only person who has is what Mike Conley, maybe, because I think he went to, and that's a maybe. I'm not even hundred percent sure. Um, I gotta think about it. But I like I like Minnesota a lot. I think they are. I think they'll be the runaway number one seed. I don't know what it'll translate to um, in the playoffs, but I like what I see. Um, I think, once again, for my sports betters, you know, teams like the Pistons, the Hawks, uh, even the Rockets, you know, the Bulls right now, you know, Kobe White is fucking balling and Embiid's fucking, you know, on a tear right now. So you got a lot of guys who are showing up uh, individually for you know filling the stat sheet you know Kobe White tonight the Bulls you know snuck a win against the the 76ers and uh you know Kobe had 24 8 and 9 which is crazy you wouldn't expect a guard like him to come up with eight eight boards um um I you know I don't I don't know I think right now it's weird right because you have uh the 76ers who Embiid is showing out you know he just had 40 15 and 6 tonight but it's like 
you know, he's playing so well in the regular season, you know that playoff crash out is going to happen. So um, kind of waiting on that. Um, you know, John Morant comes back, what, tomorrow? I think John Morant's back tomorrow. Um, so, hide your wife, hide your kids. Yeah, I mean, so, but look, <clears throat> you know, well, the Grizzlies are trash right now. The Grizzlies, as as we're recording this, they are down 30 points to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who they continue to amaze, I say. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder have proven themselves to be a tangible team. Um, I I I kind of like what I see from uh, you know, from from a couple other teams. I think the Mavericks and, and the Nuggets. You expect them to both be there, but without Kyrie right now, I think the Mavericks are kind of, you know, kind of yeah. Um, the Pacers, Pacers have looked terrible in recent time, but um, the Pacers are definitely um, they're definitely good for. Once again, sports betting because their games are all high scoring, so you can always count on that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think pretty much that's um, pretty much all I see. The Clippers right now are rolling. They just dropped one fifty one tonight. James Harden had thirty five and nine. He hit like what seven eight three pointers. Uh, Zubox, who usually is trash randomly uh had 18 points to 16 rebounds you had you know Paul George Kawhi Leonard both dropped uh, I think 27 28 the Clippers right now are rolling and it could be a strength of schedule thing um but I think they're they're doing pretty good obviously Celtics and Bucks are both doing good I gonna hold judgment on the Suns because they cannot maintain health um the Pelicans, I'm also, you know, kind of hold my judgment on because I'm, I'm, you know, some things. And and uh, I think I think the game that'll happen later tonight, I guess, when when people are listening to this, uh, the Celtics and the Warriors. I think that'll give you a, a good idea of what the Warriors are. Um, they won two, you know, when obviously winnable games against, um, you know, the Blazers and uh, who else they put there? Who they played the Nets. Two teams that aren't like great teams, but they're form you know formidable teams. So um, I think it'll be a good ch- good test of where the Warriors are. I think Steph has to obviously do better than dropping seven points. Clay and, and Andrew Wiggins look like they're starting to find their rhythm. Kaminga's looking pretty good. When Moody gets extended run, he looks pretty good. Same thing for Pods um, and and Trey Jackson Davis, who I, I think I talked about last week. Um, I think those two are key because the the Warriors are old. They need some some life, some speed, you know, some 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 youth, and you know, Moody, Kaminga, Paz, and Trace Jackson Davis. They provide that, and in the regular season, you need that. Um, so, I, I like I said, I think the basketball season we're we're quarter the way through. Um, you know, a little bit more than a quarter the way through. Uh, the Orlando Magic are starting to starting to kind of slide a little bit, having a little bit of an issue. But um, you know we'll 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 see how, you know we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, I think they lost the last two, so we'll, we'll see if they can maintain. But um, nothing outside the ordinary in the East. Um, you know the, the like every team in the East is basically where I think we'd expect them to be, right? Like you got Charlotte at the bottom, you got Detroit Pistons at the bottom, you got the Wizards at the bottom. You got the, you know, the Bulls and the Hawks scratching to get into the play-in. You got the Raptors and the Pacers right there in the play-in. You got the Nets and the, and the Cavs 
right there to play in. You got the Heat, the Knicks. The only team I think that surprised people is the Magic. Like, you could switch out the Magic and put the Magic in, say, the place of, like, the Hawks, and that would be the only thing that's out of the ordinary. But, um, you know, in the, in, in the West, I think it's – it's a little different. I don't think anybody expected the top two teams in the West to be the Wolves and the, and the Thunder. So, um, you know, I mean, everything else is looking good. Like, the, you know, Clippers record is crazy. They've won like eight straight. Um, it just shows, you know, any team could catch fire. I think the Warriors, you know, could could catch fire and, and, and kind of also kind of get into that that mode. I think the the, the Hawks, another team. I mean, not, 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 I mean, the, the Kings, the Kings are another team. I catch fire. I think the Hawks too could catch fire too in, in the East. It's just kind of you know, kind of waiting and seeing you know what what they got going on. Um, the Suns, you know, like I said, I, I'll wait and see. The, uh, Apollo mentioned the uh, the Rockets. I am interested to see how they maintain because I think although they're starting to figure it out, I think we're due to see a, a small fall for them uh, going forward. I think that, but I think they are are showing that they. Definitely belong. I don't see Utah, Memphis, Portland, or the Sun, I mean, or the Spurs really, you know, rising up or, or going on win streaks. So I think what's, what, what is possible to happen, um, I would see the Pelicans and the Rockets dropping off in the next 20 games to kind of, kind of you know, give way to something. But I think the rest of the teams are kind of like every, everything's kind of set. Like everything is what you expect. There's no real shocks in the NBA this season. Um so yeah, I, I, that's that's what I say. I'm not I'm not excited about this season so far. I think it hasn't, you know, we haven't seen a lot of uh haven't seen a lot. So yeah. Hey, what's on your mind for the NBA? Um, um, um all right, so it might be a hot take. I just, I just haven't, just haven't. Let's go, Taze takes. Let's go. Just haven't said that yet. Apollo, turn your mic on. I want to hear you laugh. Um, it might not be that bad. Though. It might not be that bad, but. Oh, what the hell about to happen? I got the, I got the Timberwolves in the finals. Oh, okay, that's not that funny. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, it, I knew it was gonna be that. I got the Timberwolves in the finals. I don't see any team in the West. Anybody? I don't see any team in the West. That's gonna really like slow them down. I think they're gonna. I I think they're going to the finals this season. No experience. They're gonna go straight to the finals. Do you think they're gonna win in the finals? Wouldn't rule it out. Oh, rule it out. <laughs> oh, okay. Wouldn't rule it out. Uh-huh. All right. So, Apollo thoughts on Timberwolves all the way to the chip and possibly winning. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't see that happening. Um, I mean, as good as as good as Ant is, and you know, as good as the team is overall. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's it's something called heart and will, and I gotta see it to believe it. And you know. I, I gotta see how the the playoffs is actually gonna line up and who they're gonna face in the first round. They're gonna they're, play the Lakers or something. They're gonna walk over the Lakers. Huh? They're gonna play like the Lakers, like one of them teams. They're gonna walk over the Lake. I don't like. Give me some teams that you think that are better than the Timberwolves. 
that are better than Timberwolves. Um, I think OKC is better. Um, I mean Denver's better. I don't know about that. They kind of slipping. I mean, come on, man, it's a long season. It is. And um, I think Joker is learning how to, <laughs> you know, kind of save his energy. Like he, he's starting to he's starting to kind of get it. So you think they're coasting? Uh, I don't know about coasting, but I mean, they know that as long as they, they, I put it like this: they don't have to be perfect, <laughs> and they'll still be good. Um, when it counts. Um. Who else? Uh, I'm like, I mean, <laughs> I still like the Lakers over the Wolves. I mean, as young as I think more of a matchup nightmare it is for the Lakers. I still think, I still think it's a matter of will. And, you know, I have to see if the Simple Wolves actually do it when it counts. Um, Like I said, the regular season stuff, man, I mean, it's good. That's <laughs> fun. But, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I I put it like this. I'll give you conference finals as like you know, I guess as their 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 maximum uh ceiling. But they got to show the heart and resiliency of a champion to for you to buy it. They got to show you that first. Send the video. Yeah, but I but I but I but at, at max, I would give you that. You know, not not no finals or like that. But I don't, I don't even have them going to the conference finals. You know, realistically. But um, but hey, I would know Rudy Gobert. I mean, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> but uh, I mean, look, I don't know, man. True, you were you were you were choking on your grape juice over there. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's just. What's my, your uh, thoughts on on Tay's take? <clears throat> Funny, I don't have any grape juice today. But um, I would like I would like some grape juice, man. Just remind me, I'm go to Quick Trip. Um. You know, Martin Luther King said, I have a dream. And so I believe we all have dreams. And Taze takes, he he dreams. He, he dreamed about the Jets. He dreamed about the Browns. <laughs> big and dreams. Dream, big dreams. And and we support big dreams here. That's, just, that's, we, the, that's the slogan. Taze takes LLC. Big <laughs> dreams. <laughs> um, But I will say this. I would love to see... Anthony Edwards cap off a uh, hilarious so far hilarious very hilarious after the last day um season with a championship it's not happening but I would like to see it happen so um I I don't know man um I don't trust Rudy Gobert on the court especially when it comes to playoffs because like he he's doing great now, but you know you know you need a team with like fast guards, but they have so much size on Minnesota. I think that's what makes the difference. That you need size, you need you know things like that. But I, I don't know. I don't trust Cat. I don't trust Gobert. Um, you know I trust Ant. You know obviously and Mike Conley. I think is has the veteran presence that they need. Uh, Naz Reed is 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 a great man. You know six man off the bench. But I don't know. It's just it's something not clicking for me when it comes to the playoffs. I think, you know, those Utah Jazz teams, right? They used to kind of breeze through the regular season. And Gobert was a part of that. Oh no, um, no. this is not the Jazz. 
This is not the jazz. We don't all. know that. We the don't jazz know that. Were bad. I knew that the jazz were nobody. They were bad. Them. They just can't hold up in the playoffs. I mean, they had they were led by Donovan Mitchell. Anthony Edwards is not Donovan Mitchell. I think we all know that by now. I think I think Anthony Edwards is better for exactly. sure. However, however, all it takes is like four, like three to four bad games in a series, or the defense to 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 you know. Trap you and, and hell, they could box in one. And who, who's who's creating their points? You got cat, but cat's soft too, man. Cat's just soft. Like it's just, it's like when it comes down to, down to the playoff basketball, I just don't know if I trust Minnesota yet. But to be fair, I didn't trust Denver either, and so that that's you know maybe this is the year they take the leap. I don't think this is the year though, just because of the fact I don't think. They're, you know, like I said, I think they could beat certain teams. I just need to see it first, you know. Like, like I think you said they're gonna roll over the Lakers. I could see it, but I think we gotta we gotta see it first. I mean, the Lakers are like right there at the cusp anyway. Of I think they're in a the play in right now, and you know they're they're inconsistent, and you know health is gonna be an important thing. And I think health also is an important thing for Minnesota. I think Ant has a bit, you know, doesn't have a, too much of an issue staying healthy. Um, Cat off and on, you know, Gobert kind of same thing. So it's like they, if, if they can stay healthy, maybe this is the year for them. But um, I like a healthy Denver still, <clears throat> just because I think Jokic will punish Gobert, and I think uh, if Jamal Murray is healthy, I think he he'll present some some challenges for Ant. But Ant obviously is going to present plenty of challenges for Jamal Murray's and the, and the Michael Porter Juniors and and stuff like that. So I I, I don't know. I I think um. I think it's possible, but a lot of things would have to go their way for it to happen. Like they would really have to be one thousand percent on their shit, and I'm just not a hundred percent sure that they're gonna be that come playoffs. Playoffs are a whole different animal. Yeah, Everything looks good yeah. up until the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it's a long season. Just because they they start off to a, you know to a good start, you know what I mean. Come on, man, you hit that wall. <laughs> or if you or if you don't, you will hit it at the wrong time in the playoffs. And I mean, I'm not saying that they're not talented enough. You know, we're not saying that. It's just we gotta see. Like, that is confident uh, for me right there. I just that just made me even more confident that they're gonna go to the finals. I appreciate that. Hey man, whatever whatever makes you happy, man. <laughs> <laughs> we here at DAR Sports Media, not going to be hitting a no wall no time soon. We will continue to be the sports pod and the wrestling pod and the movies and video games pod for people who go outside. Obviously, it's going to be a real lively show when we come to you next week because we will be fresh off the heels off of the DAR Sports Media. Uh, yeah, I ain't going to call it that. Uh, the DAR Sports Media in, internal battle uh, um, of the 49ers against the Ravens. Huge matchup. We're excited to talk about what happens. And I guess we'll be tracking the progress of the Minnesota Timberwolves on this show, just like we did the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. Or true. Any 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 plug skis before we get out of here? Um well, I would say um everybody should stay tuned to uh to what we got going on. Uh you can actually go to medium uh, medium.com. 
Uh, I did two wrestling articles. I have like seven other articles to go. I just don't have the desire. Uh, I know Axe, um, if he's still awake over there, if he didn't pass out. Um, I know Axe had also did something over about the uh, Orlando Magic over on Medium.com. Um, I just started this. This, this is a, this is new. This is news. Um, I just agreed today to work with a writer for my own book, um, which I was already 40 pages in. They got help me finish, finish the way. Um, so that should be coming to you in 2024. Uh, shout out to Jay Stringer, who has wrote, uh, he's wrote for the uh, definerevolution.com site. He will be my co-writer uh, in this. So um, of course you can check out myself and Apollo with the HS projects, we got the platform. We got older gods to evolve. Uh, despite hating my life, you may hear some music from me sooner than later. I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll, we'll see how the holidays shake out. But um, in the meantime, that is pretty much everything. Uh, I, yeah, you know, like I said, the thing is pretty much everything. Um, you know, we 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 just we're just trying to keep 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 it going, keep it moving, keep grinding, keep working. And when DAR is on top, I got a lot of shit to say to a lot of y'all motherfuckers. I just want people to know this. So I have a lot to say. I've been holding it. I don't know how long much long I'm gonna hold it though. So keep holding, keep holding until the final day of the year. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got I got some shit to say to you motherfuckers. You motherfuckers got some audacity. And that's okay. It's okay. We hear we are, we are the pod for people that go outside. And we know a lot of you do not go outside. So, it's okay. We hear DAR, so, you know, love to put other brands over, other people over who work hard. We like to work with everybody. We want to chop up, have fun, make progress. But I will say, got a long memory. Long memory. A lot of haters. There's a lot of haters. Successful haters, too. That's the worst hater. you successful and you hating, but you hated your way to success. A lot of people that applies to. I will say this. Really small tidbit here. I for sure am going to be in Philadelphia for the weekend of WrestleMania. Just want to, you know, point that out. I would love to see many faces. Love to see many faces. All I will say, love to see your face out there. But you don't go outside, so I probably won't see you anyway. I was going to say but, today, I was going to post today, and this isn't meant to be. This is just straight up. Um, and a lot of people who have been guests with us know this. Uh, the difference between us and a lot of other media brands is we are more than anything we say on the show, I would gladly say to somebody's face. And there's a few things that I genuinely hope to get to say to some people's faces. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Like I said, I got a lot to say and I've been holding it. And the one thing, and Apollo can attest to this, because that's been my brother for 25 years. The longer my shit builds up, I got a lot of shit to say. It does not come out in the best of ways. So I advise you, what is it now? We're in December. WrestleMania weekend is what? March, April? You got three months to make nice. Three months to make nice. Because by the time that happens, we're going to be in a much different position. 
and you're gonna wish you were on our good side. That's all I have to say. I I feel like that's very nice. I feel like it's a very kind way of saying what I wanted to say because I wanted to call y'all a bunch of bitches, but I'm not. <clears throat> so, uh, but yeah, enough of that. DAR Sports Media. Make sure y'all keep listening. Make sure you check out thefinalrevolution.com. We will definitely be coming back with some articles, getting all the writers together, getting everybody together soon. Um, we're attacking 2024 with a vengeance. With a vengeance. Winning time. It's winning time, baby. It's winning time. That's the 2024. It's winning time. You set the groundwork in 2023. Now it's time to really win. So The real will always find their way in. The cream That's always right. rises to the top. And the world of DAR, sports media, never stops. <laughs>